that's when you usually finish your work. Yeah, it's uh, just over eleven. So usually it's about I work two to eleven, but usually by the time I finish off, it's about eleven thirty, sometimes midnight. Depends. Bloody hell! I don't know how you do it. Anyway. Yeah, I think I'm just used to it now. It's been almost three years to this time zone. <sighs> anyway. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Two Bros Podcast. And today we're going to discuss a very uh, relevant topic, I should say. You know, which is uh, which applies to a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of single people in the world out there who have, uh, you know, dived into the whole, uh, you know, dating pool, so to speak, and uh, have been relying heavily on apps. I mean, that's the modern way to do it, isn't it? And joining me today is my very good friend, one of my oldest friends, Madha Mishra. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, dude. So, Pleasure being here. So Smita, the reason I've called you and the reason I've not called uh, literally anyone else is because you and I have one thing in common. We've been on these dating apps quite, quite for a, quite a long time, isn't it? Yep. Mm-hmm. So we we bring two very, are you know, are two very opposite uh, experiences. You know, from Indian men for you, Indian women for me, right? So there, <laughs> yeah. there are many questions which need to be answered here because nobody, I think, nobody is hearing the other party you know women have an opinion of men and men have an opinion of women and nobody's actually you know talking to each other to break these myths that they have so here i thought ki this is a great opportunity a great platform you've been on apps i've been on apps so we can like maybe compare notes and see what your experiences have been and what my experiences have been and then we can you know form like a like a like a baseline and then we can see where we where we all stand in in terms of all this so right off the okay. bat, I'll, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. If you were to, <laughs> if you were to uh, rate Indian men, everything included, everything, personality, looks, uh, whatever the activity they're into, you know, the whole the whole package. If you were to rate Indian men out of ten, what score would you give them on average? So is this is this like just the people I meet through these apps, or is it generic? generic people you've met through apps and people you've met uh, in life as well indian men in general talking about men men hmm yeah uh, i think about 7.5 7.5 that's yeah high. i mean i'm talking about the men that i've met uh 7.5 yeah i think i'll, I'll stick to 7.5 that's really high <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think i think i i'm lacking some data points about what is the usual you know baseline to to judge it with no as an so, indian man i'm i'm flattered at that score line but uh, okay so i think I, I think i should i should clarify that 7.5 i think hmm. i'm talking to about the people that i have met mm-hmm. or in my circles of course it does not extend beyond um that social circle and obviously it is not reflective of you know the the general male out there mm-hmm. who's um you know who's also driving all all sorts of negative statistics as well so this is primarily about the men that i have met or are in my life mm. okay understood so let's uh, dive into it how has your experience on on dating apps been like talk about the conversations you've had the quality of the conversations how far it led uh you know talk us through it how's it been um so i have been on these dating apps like of almost it's been of almost 5 years 5 to 6 years now mm-hmm. um and obviously you know it's not like a continuous sprint but it's it's like you know uh, on and off uh, periods of of engaging on these apps um i think over the over the period of time uh, the dating pool per se of of men has um, gone down quite a bit mm-hmm. i mean if i compare my uh interactions with these guys like back in 2015 2016 hmm. uh there is a there's a remarkable shift okay. right um in terms of uh, in terms of say you know interactions or conversations um i think i'm i'm like most of women on these apps i'm uh, a little picky uh, a little choosy about <laughs> well of course okay who i kind of swipe right to mm-hmm. um and uh, of those people the people who i match with mostly uh, 
I initiate conversations, you know, because I, I like to dodge the whole women never talk on these apps before. Oh, I, so, I'll, I'll, I'll elaborate <laughs> on that. That is one of the things yeah. I have. Is, so uh, so yeah. I think, I think, you know, just to kind of uh, keep, keep that impression aside. So mm-hmm. I normally initiate conversations. And I think of, of all the people that I've matched with, um, conversation going beyond like a couple of days, basically from the app to WhatsApp to you know, uh, any other any other platform of, of speaking, I think that the ratio is like 1 is to 10 maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like for every 10 guys who I match with, only one sustains the conversation the enough yeah. to be able to, yeah, to be able to get into WhatsApp and, you know, like uh, be more accessible to me mm-hmm. in that sense. Um, and out of all the people who I've spoken on WhatsApp or even on like video calls or face voice calls or something like that, I think um, I've met like 50%, 25 to 50% of, of those guys. So out so, of those nine who never made it to the whole Instagram, WhatsApp, uh, you know, universe, what was a more, wrong? more accessible circle. Yeah. What, what, what was wrong? What went wrong with these uh, nine out of 10 uh, guys? Uh, oh God, <laughs> Arjun, you have like, <laughs> you, you've brought up a very bittersweet subject. Um, I think, you know, um, one of the key things which is kind of uh, what what I've observed is guys are not particularly conversationalists. I mean, it's like it feels like, you know, there are like a few safe topics of conversation. Mm-hmm. And once that finishes, they got nothing to talk there, is, about. there is no effort to kind of delve deeper. And, what, what, and I think what, it also what are, stems what are these, what are these... a lot about, you know, from the kind of lifestyle we all live it's all fast track you know people don't have the time to go in deep in about getting to know the person Mm -hmm. or getting to know more about where this person is coming from so i'll give you an example you know like um this is the standard topics of conversation Mm -hmm. so where are you from which is like basically a background check where Mm -hmm. are you from siblings where did you where were you born where you raised roots blah 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 um then it moves into, you know, like, what are your hobbies? Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like, what are, what series are you watching on Netflix or Prime? Or what kind of food do you like? And uh, what kind of music do you listen to? And uh, somehow after that, the conversation kind of trickles into, you know, like from, from a point of a gush of uh, force uh, of, of nature kind of thing. It just kind of trickles down into something which just disappears. So that is one thing. Um, the second thing I think is uh, misplaced intent. Uh-huh. It's so strange. I was having, it feels like deja vu. I was having this conversation with another friend a couple of days ago when mm. we were talking about this. Um, so when you ask the person, like what brings you to say Tinder or Bumble or ILU or replace it with whatever app you're on, mm. um, they would usually start with, you know, I'm here for friendship or I'm here to date or I'm here looking for something serious. Mm-hmm. And somehow, weirdly enough, like a day, two, or maybe even like within a week, there are very clear indications that that is not the intent whatsoever. Uh-huh. And you know, the whole um, the whole context of hooking up or something else comes into picture. Now, the thing is, I'm not judging the gay guys that you know they want to hook up. It's perfectly fine. But then, if that's the intent, <laughs> be honest about it yeah. and upfront, yeah. right? Mm. So I think those are the two main things which have kind of um, uh, not let the other nine, you know, come into uh, a more accessible circle of uh, contact. See, I get asked this question a lot and I find it really weird. I don't know how, uh, where are you from is still is still relevant in 2020. I mean, a lot of people ask me that and it's, it's really weird that they do and then I have to explain I'm not actually from anywhere. My dad is in the army, so I traveled around and now I work at sea. So am I really from somewhere? I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question. But anyway, I give them the I give them the long form. And mm-hmm. it's it's come to a point, like you said, you know, it, women have developed this. Uh, I mean, I would say it's a valid kind of a skepticism because men say something in the beginning of a match and then eventually two or three days later, they change. So now I yeah. find myself, you know. I find women approaching uh, conversations very, very carefully, you know, they're very calculated now with their words and how much they let the other person on. Uh, 
you know, it's, it's and almost a reveal, you know, almost a reveal too. Yeah. Now, yeah, it's it's come to a point where women have basically just retracted entirely into their shells and they just refuse to speak, you know. And I find it a bit odd because I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, I, I hate to use this uh, expression. I'm not some kind of a circus monkey who's going to come and like entertain you and you know dance in front of you to you know uh, and be charming and be this and be that like look we're two people here we're on the app i mean find intentions whatever you have swiped right i've swiped right we've matched and now there's a platform where we have to talk and now if you don't talk and if you suddenly not you know there's no participation at all then it just defeats the purpose in my opinion and there's so many and i would say as many as 90% of my matches end with just, a, you know, like a dead air. And it's not because mm. of a, a lack of uh, intent or a, the conversation just dies down. You know me, I like it to talk. It just doesn't start. It you, just doesn't it start. It starts. But it starts, but it starts like it's one word answers and it's half-assed mm. replies. And they're like, what do you like to do? And I like to eat and sleep. And I, what do you do with that? You know, I, I don't know how. <laughs> like, what do you build? There's nothing to build on. You know, they give you nothing. Yeah. You know? So it's I think I think that's a that's a common problem like maybe on both sides I like you, this is one thing which I always call out you know it's it's that conversationalists are a dying breed my oh, friend yeah. I agree yeah. um I think we've just forgotten the whole art of you know uh delving into each other and like figuring stuff out and um I for one I'm an extremely curious person I I ask like a lot of questions um but then I also need to get that indication from the other side that the person is interested to engage, right? Mm. Because I don't think there's anything worse and anything more off-putting than um, you asking a lot of questions, which comes across with monosyllabic answers, exactly like what you were talking about, right? And then I think somewhere down the line, you also feel a little disconnected that, you know, I mean, why am I putting so much of effort? And in fact, coming across as an interviewer. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Some, I, I, I right? completely agree with you. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that's kind of not how a conversation is supposed to go. There is some basic information available on a person's profile. And that's, it's basically very limited information to go on, you know. Yeah. And if the yeah. other, if one party just decides to plant themselves on a sofa and says, no monkey, dance for me, I'm going to sit here and you do all the work. It's not going to happen. <laughs> And I, I yeah. understand maybe some guys uh, indulge in this and they will indulge women maybe if she's really pretty or, or whatever. I really don't. I find it a big, big turn off and I immediately like swipe left and I unmatch and I, I move on to the next thing. I think, you know, additionally, um, I also feel that the whole, uh, you know, gentleman's code or ladies code never really comes into social dating apps. This is something that I've observed for quite some time. As in, when I say gentlemanly or ladylike behavior, I don't think people believe in etiquette, like mm -hmm. basic etiquette, right? Um, if you are not interested or if you're busy with something, all of us get busy with life at some point or the other, right? But then the common courtesy is to inform the other person that, you know what, I'm going to be away for, say, a week. Um, either I'm traveling, I'm busy with work, chores, parents, neighbor's dog whatever it is yeah right and you, you, the basic courtesy is you inform you communicate so that the other person is not like sitting there like you know expectantly waiting dreaming or whatever or worse like wondering did i do something wrong uh which i think happens a lot of times right you start doubting that okay did did that joke was that joke too much or, you know, did I press too much for information or what was it? Mm -hmm. uh, and I think it also leads to a lot of anxiety, you know, which could all be done away if people just just inculcate a little bit of etiquette and a little bit of decorum yeah. while they're conversing. So, you know what, this is something that I started doing when I would want to disconnect with guys uh, who I match with. I would actually drop them a note mm -hmm. uh, like, you know what, I think this is not going where I or both of us intended to go. So if you don't mind, I'm, I'm just going to unmatch and wish you all the best. So people were actually stumped, you know, like a couple of times we have never had anybody, you know, tell Say us that, yeah. this before they unmatched. And then there were also like a couple of people who actually asked me like, what went wrong so that we don't do the same thing for the next Which is good. And I was like, okay. Okay, I, I don't mind giving the gyan, but it's okay. Uh, but I think, I think you know, that, that little bit of chivalry would just go a long way. Whether it's from the guy's side, whether it's from the girl's side, doesn't matter. I think that's gender agnostic. 
Smita, I agree with you there, but I'll tell you what, it's not just a, a thing that happens on dating apps. I think people in general have become, you know, this chivalry, has just, <laughs> chivalry in general has gone for a toss. I mean, I know some friends of mine, I've known them for like decades and stuff. And like you said, you know, they just up, stop replying abruptly and then yeah. there's no follow up. And now there used to be a point where I would reply and say, you know, what's going on? But now it's like, it's, it's standard practice, you know, people just yeah. stop talking mid conversation and then you're supposed to be okay with that. And if you try to find out what happened you you looked at as if you're like i don't know desperate or something you know so i've i've stopped doing that it's become socially acceptable which sucks but i know it, Dude, it, it and you know what is. the worst thing is hmm. people like people like us you know we are all labeled as old school yeah yeah and i yeah, i, I would tell you it's not old school it is etiquette it is etiquette. which is like a basic human decency for you to do it's nothing to do with old school or novu blood into the whole dating cesspool it's, it's got yeah. nothing to do with that Completely i think it's just inherent as as a human being's you know quality inside you so yeah so that's always been kind of a pet peeve i think so another thing that i have experienced is it takes quite a lot of time for a woman to open up on these apps at least that's my experience takes quite a lot of time it can anywhere between a week say to like a month or whatever and you have to be really regular and you have to find some common ground and with some people some people you tend to click and it works out some people you don't but once they do open up they're always up for a conversation they're always up for texting exchanging numbers always up for a meet and that's quite good so it does take some time to break down these walls that they have these preconceived notions which i kind of understand and i'll come to that later on but uh, yeah, once those walls come down, it is a pleasant conversation, and it is. Uh, and I've 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 made some really uh, really good friends on these apps, you know. And uh, yeah. yeah, anyway, let's let's move forward. I I believe uh, you've done a bit of international travel as well. So how was your? Did you maybe by chance swipe uh, overseas as well? How was that like compared to uh, um, compared to what you experience in India? Uh, well, um, yeah. So I I. So my travels has not been like as extensive, but I was in Paris last year. We mm-hmm. um, oui, we oui, French men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um, I think so. I I did open the app, you know, just just out of sheer curiosity. Yeah, like, yeah, no, of course. Let's, let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, out of just sheer curiosity, mm. and uh, I think you know, apart from obviously the physical appearance differences between the guys here in India versus versus there. Um, I think, you know, something else kind of popped out very distinctively on their on their uh, bios, which was their about me description, you know, that was, it was not cheesy, or, you know, it, it was not like a group of pickup lines put together, which I've seen a lot of times on these apps, mm-hmm. or worse, no bio, like nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like a blank slate, you just judge me basis my location and age and how I looked like half, uh, you know, turned away from the camera. And I'm like, wow, great job, dude. That tells <laughs> me so much about you. Okay. Um, so I think, you know, the bios definitely were, uh, were, were uh, you know, a lot more open. Mm-hmm. Um, their intent too, you know, like if they are looking for hookups, it's clearly out there. Um, and uh, I did not, I, I mean, I did swipe, I matched with a couple of guys, but we didn't end up meeting because, you know, I was I was anyways traveling with uh, a friend of mine, so that didn't happen. Mm. Uh, but from what I understood, I think these guys were, you know, they were very forthcoming and um, they were very curious, they were quick to initiate conversations and you know when they ask you oh oh, this is another big thing um i think one thing which the indian men don't know is how to ask somebody out on a date okay at least i'm not generalizing but i have i've experienced this a lot of times you know Mm -hmm. for them maybe just sipping a a a whiskey on the terrace is equivalent to a date Mm -hmm. or a hangout is equivalent to a date which is not you know that is, you know, you ask somebody out, you yeah. know, I would like to take you out for dinner or would you like to have drinks with me or something like that. Mm. So um, I think that was a very distinctive uh, difference, which I observed. Um, I mean, there were people, the guys were more like, you know, I would love to take you out to dinner or I would I would love to have drinks with you if you're free tomorrow evening. I think that's like, you know, that that shows initiative and that shows kind of the guy is 
willing to put himself out there, uh, which I think I didn't, I didn't see much around here. And then I have actually taken the initiative to, you know, ask people out here in India. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have always thought that it was too bold of me or something. I'm like, yeah, because you're not doing shit. So <laughs> somebody has to. So yeah, I think that was that is one of the main um, main differences that I saw. So my my experience has also been similar, and I use these apps when I'm when I'm traveling. And literally any other country, as soon as you step out of India, the there's a there's a marked difference in in how women yep. approach these dating apps. Straight away, you are able to have a conversation with a woman right yep. off the bat. You know, no drama, no breaking walls, nothing. They will be there. They want to know what you do and how you do it. Yeah, and they're up for a conversation and. I remember I was my ship was just passing uh, past uh, Cape Town. This is many years ago, and uh, obviously I was in range of bumbles. I was swiping left and right, whatever. And I matched with this really interesting twenty-year-old uh, girl, and obviously we couldn't have met because I was on a ship, she was on land, and I told her where I am and where she was. We had a perfectly good conversation. She told me about her college. I told her about my ship, and uh, we talked for like a few days. And after that, naturally, you know, things fizzled out. But that's fine, and that's all you need at you know some point. Just have a conversation, trade stories, and then if it goes somewhere, it goes somewhere. If it doesn't, it doesn't. At least you tried, you know. Absolutely. So that in itself, not just not just uh, you know Western countries. Let's say a country like Malaysia, which is predominantly Muslim populated, women there are open compared to yeah. you know Indian women, and I found that really you know amazing. So culture has. Uh, the religion has got nothing to do with it maybe it's i can't put quite put a finger on it so you know walk me through it why would a woman be i mean i have some reasons to, you know which i've understood based on the questions i've asked women as a woman what would make you skeptical to to open up i know you don't but as a woman why would you hesitate to open up on a dating app especially with the person you've already matched with um so okay this actually needs to go like take one step back okay um we first need to understand the intent of even women uh who are on these apps again not generalizing but this is i think i think what happens is you know um dating apps is a lot about validation for women mm-hmm. um which i don't think is the case as much for men you know just the fact that you know i have the power to uh, virtually reject somebody um and choose who i want to uh, kind of engage with that and of course the moment because i mean we have to acknowledge the fact that you know uh, the numbers are skewed in the favor of women obviously they are right mm. um so more than often it happens that when you swipe right as a woman you end up matching with the guy right which which i think in itself is an amazing dopamine hit you know <laughs> okay you, you instantly feel that wow okay i'm in a position of power because i swiped i got matched and then again most of the times yeah, women take the initiative to unmatch as well mm-hmm. so um i think that validation once it hits you um that is kind of enough for you know for people to that okay yeah validation instant validation yeah people out there want to talk to me they want to get to know me mm-hmm. and okay this is great and somehow a follow up does not happen because i think again the lack of intent might yeah. be there in, in some cases right uh but let's say i do want to engage with somebody and i don't want to meet i think past experiences also play uh, quite a bit of a role you and i have spoken about this so many times like we are a broken generation yeah, right okay. um a bunch of guys and girls late 20s early 30s mid 30s um were in a serious relationship at some point of time broken up now just um saying i am single and happy uh, and or i am single by choice but then i think all of us are uh, still reeling from the past experiences or like most of us are um and i think the initial uh block which comes into the mind uh, potentially could be one of those things that you know i will open up and it's scary that you know you end up matching with somebody who's so much alike uh you know who shares so many uh mutual interests with you and then what if this goes down a similar path so I don't think it's got anything to do with women in general. I think even guys also um, 
who at least are in for the real thing. Let's mm-hmm. just call it that. You know, not I'm not talking about the people who are there just to for a one night stand or friends with benefit situation. Not not that. People who are truly seeking to date somebody to get into a relationship, maybe end game marriage. I don't know. I think for them, um, they are. I think past relationships play quite a bit of a role around that. And it's interesting you should say that because one of the things I do is with uh, like let's say I've I've matched with a person and I see it's not going anywhere. One of the questions I ask them is how's your experience been on these apps, you know? And then they then they really open up, and these horror stories comes out from women of how yeah. badly they've been treated by men. And mind you, this is not uh, you know some village in UP where things are you know happening. These are regular people who have jobs in MNCs, who drive fancy cars, who eat in restaurants and. drink in bars and you know people we rub shoulders with these are regular people you know and yeah. the horror stories i've heard from these women i honestly yeah. like i said in the beginning i really don't blame them at this point i mean without going into specifics and i don't want to name names and stuff there were cases where uh, a, a woman told me that she was picked up uh, by her date from a metro station and immediately as soon as they uh, she got into his car he he sped away and there was he was smelling of alcohol and he immediately started mm-hmm. initiating physical contact and that immediately like turned her off and it was it was night and it was kind of uh, some random metro station somewhere so she couldn't actually get off she was stuck yeah. in that position and that was scary as shit that is scary as shit and that would really put off any woman from uh, you know engaging normally with with anyone else you know because you approach yeah. everything in a skeptical kind of a manner and this is just one example trust me i've had a lot of uh, conversation with and basically the the worst part is mata the worst part every woman has a story like this to tell a story yeah. where some guy treated her so badly it was borderline uh, you know uh, arrest worthy i would say behavior uh-huh. and yeah. that that in itself is really really upsetting and i i i mean i understand uh, the skepticism and i kind of get why they're all uh, quiet and you know they're really really cautious most of them but when i hear these experiences i'm like dude even even i would do that if i if i was in their yeah. position yeah so that that so i think i think you know because um, and that is like kind of touching on on a very relevant and true social element of our country right i think you know when you talk about crimes against women it's like <laughs> you hearing about cases every single day happening within circles of people they already know yeah. i mean and these are absolute strangers that we're talking about mm-hmm. right so you know for example i as a rule and this is something which i have um over the years of experiences have done the first date like the first date when i physically meet somebody in person this guy never comes to my house to pick me up okay that's a good rule never <laughs> because i don't want the guy to know where i stay in mm-hmm. case if something goes south uh, you know the very next day so i either take a cab or i drive myself mm-hmm. usually i drive myself on the first day so that way i cannot drink too much mm-hmm. uh, because i i don't do drink and drive stuff mm-hmm. so i'll probably just have like a glass of gin and tonic or something like that and be absolutely sober mm-hmm. this guy never drops me back either on the yeah, first day that's so smart. it's like Yeah so he doesn't know where I am no sharing of location nothing no mm-hmm. other way of letting him know where I stay work is is okay because i think in most of the apps you can anyway see you know where where you work and all of that so that is okay but in no case should he like physically be able to pinpoint where i am um so that is one uh it's always in a public place mm-hmm. yeah um, of course never yeah. never meet him in in any isolated or you know um even if that's a that could be an amazing date location mm-hmm. doesn't mm-hmm. matter we are meeting in a place where i can i'm surrounded by at least 50 other people mm-hmm. um yeah so i think i have kind of internalized i think most of the women um they have internalized this thing right uh that there are some certain things in terms of safeguards that you have to do that you have yeah. to take I carry a pepper spray on my first date. I, I gave you a knife. I hope you still carry that. Yes. Yes. Good. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have. I have I armed. I have armed all my women friends with that credit card knife, and I hope they carry it to all dates and wherever they go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think I think those safeguards are important, you know, because because it's primarily the social element. Like I remember when I was in Paris last year. Um, I think it was it was it felt more secure. 
uh, to probably meet somebody. I, I didn't do it, but it felt more secure to do it because um, I don't know. It was just the vibe around, and I, I knew that I was in a place of the, in a part of the city where we didn't have you know, crime statistics that way, and mm-hmm. it, it was considered to be a safe. Uh, a spot for women to venture out. I was out on the streets by myself like 10, 30, 11 at night mm. and not feeling that, you know, somebody's behind me, following me or somebody could just pull me into a dark alley or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think it's it's just um, this fear psychosis is built around because of very relevant experiences. You know? I, I understand that. But what really, I mean, I, I mean, I really can't, uh, you know, I, I understand. But what, what really bothers me is that, I mean, you know me, I'm not that kind of a guy. There was, yeah. I remember there was, there was a date where uh, I had to kind of leave early because I had a prior engagement. And I was just walking this lady to her car. Right. And she refused. She, she won't let me. She's like, she probably thought I'm going to read her number plate and track her or something. She says, no, it's okay. You can go. I'll walk to, I'll walk to the car. Or worse, get into the car yeah. with her and drive I, off. I was like, what is this about? I'm being civil restaurant. I thought I'll open the door for her or something. And then she's trying to tell me to get yeah. lost. Because like, we are not used to civility, dude. <laughs> and, we are not used to And that's to where it. It backfires. That's where it backfires. And that kind of put me yeah. off as well. Like, what is this about? And anyway, I kind of get it, but... It's it it it's an overcorrection, so to speak. But then again, you don't know a person on the first date, so you, I I, I kind of yeah. get it. I kind of get it. Yeah. So sticking to the to a to, to a similar theme, uh, Smita Mishra, let's talk about your uh, your or let's say women in general. Some some let's talk about some deal breakers, some straight uh, you know unmatches, something that a guy would do that would without without even an explanation that would result in a like an unmatch. I think, okay, so first of all, I have to give a disclaimer that this completely depends from person to person. Of course, yeah. Uh, Yeah. So Hmm. personally for me, um, I think once I do say hi or, so there are a couple of deal breakers for me. Uh, So first thing is, you know, if when I have initiated a conversation, which anyways is a very rare thing for a woman to do on these apps. Mm -hmm. When I don't get a response back, like within the first, I I would give them the benefit of doubt. So I would give them like a couple of days. But then if I still don't hear back. Couple of days? uh, Yeah. That's a lot. Anyway. I am uh, amazing that way. You know, I'm Uh I'm very generous (laughs) that way. But um, so yeah, maybe like a day or two. Because usually I am online very late at mm-hmm. night, like around this time, because my work gets over now. And this is not to sound too weird, but this is how I finish my day and then go to bed. Mm-hmm. Rethinking some life choices right now, but okay. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so yeah, so usually it's very late by, by the time I'm on these apps and mm-hmm. uh, technically the whole world is usually asleep. So. Uh, yeah, so I, I give them the benefit of doubt that, okay, you know, maybe they would not have seen it or might take like a day or two to respond. Mm. So yeah, if if I don't hear a response back, then I feel they're not, they're not really serious about being on the app. And obviously, I wouldn't want to waste my time mm. or their time on that. So I, I, I would probably unmatch. The second and which happens a lot more frequent is um, um, sexy talk. Let's just put it uh, candidly like that, okay. right? Uh, so, I don't know if guys know this, but that is like an immediate turn off, mm-hmm. especially when it's it doesn't make sense in the context of the conversation that you're having. Like, how far in are you in the conversation? How old is the conversation? One day, one day, two days, one day, one day, one. Yeah. Oh my god. So it would start off. You know, and that is again where the misplaced context also comes into picture, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, I probably would, and this has happened like a few times already. So I would probably meet somebody who would hit it off immensely, amazingly. Mm-hmm. We're talking about all our mutual likes, you know, you, you do cosplay, I do cosplay, so cool. You watch Star Wars, I watch Star Wars. You're a United fan, I'm a United fan. And we're having like an amazing time, right? Uh-huh. We're talking, talking, talking. And maybe by the end of like the first hour or one and a half hours or something, um, when I'm, I'm like, okay, fine, you know what? Now I think it's good for today. We probably can carry on. All of a sudden, you know, the question would be, um, you know, uh, like, okay, one, one of the things I, I just remember off my top of my head is, um, I I am wondering what it would be like to kiss you right now. Okay. And I'm like, uh, 
did i give him an indication that i wanted to be kissed by him or the conversation is is about star wars why are we all of a sudden talking about kissing and i was just so insanely turned off by that you know i was like you know what yeah let's yeah, let's go, talk go later go kiss yourself <laughs> <laughs> and i was like I, I, and then you know i started questioning myself like did i lead him on or something so this is one one general tip that i i i have given to a few of my guy friends like mm-hmm. very close and dear to my heart um sexy talk can wait till the time the girl is comfortable with you mm-hmm. uh that's one um also look out for flirty signs from the other side before you jump in and initiate, read, read right? the room basically i think especially yeah especially in that context mm. it is very important that you know whether or not the girl is flirtatious with you or if that is on her mind or if that is this is one thing i think which guys need to be like a little patient mm-hmm. even if that is the end goal in mind for both of them mm-hmm. it doesn't matter but i think guys need to be a little patient right and it's not always cute it's mm-hmm. not always yeah it doesn't cheesy. sound cute at all yeah yeah it, it's so that's that's ah that's like oh my god so so oh my, and and yeah. um the, one of the other things is Oh, uh, I'm married. Would you like to be in a threesome? And I'm like, oh my god, really? Oh god, dude, you will not believe the number of married guys I have matched with. Um, so this happened like uh, I think the last time that I was on a hibernation, and I came back, and I was like, okay, you know what? Let's check out the dating cesspool. See, mm-hmm. see where we at. The first three guys I matched with all married, and all. happily married apparently i'm like okay and so what are you doing on tinder then mm-hmm. and they said yeah so you know what let's catch up let's meet and then one guy was directly into you you know what yeah so i'm happily married but i'm uh, i'm happy to meet people outside of my marriage as well and i'm like spita don't be judgmental don't be judgmental <laughs> it's like it's difficult not to be but i'm like don't be judgmental mm-hmm. their life their choice but then i'm like you know what i'm not in it for it so all the best with your you know search and seeking for the perfect woman on this app nice. yeah and then i just start match so my my next question to you was going to be if you were to give a message to our uh, indian men who are on these apps what would it be but i think you've pretty much covered it but do you have anything to add to what you said ha <clears throat> okay um so issued in public interest yes please <laughs> okay <laughs> um i think first of all uh exhibit that you are interested to know the person mm-hmm. beyond just the looks or you know what's there in the bio more importantly read the bio read first read the bio okay um this is one thing which has happened with me a lot of times um i have everything most of the like basic details because that's what i want to see you know like the basic details are already there so i hope you don't waste time in asking those questions to me again mm-hmm. of course ask me stories behind those those facts yeah. and i'm happy to but mm. most of my basic generic details are already up on the app so guys don't even read that so i actually tell them you know what take a couple of minutes go through the bio and then come back and then let's resume the discussion <laughs> that has happened um so read the bio like uh, try to understand what the intention is try to be honest mm-hmm. about your intention because it might happen that both the int- intentions align you know you might just say that yeah i'm just here looking for hooking up mm-hmm. and it might so happen that the woman is interested in the same thing there are women who who want to literally just uh you know have have a good time on the app which is fine absolutely that's not a problem but then don't say that you know i'm here for friendship yeah and then you know suck in the other person because she is looking for a, for a friend as well because you don't know where or what situations or experiences she's coming from yeah, yeah. so like don't mislead because the moment you break that trust right in the beginning it's mm-hmm. impossible to break uh, kind of build that back on right so be honest about your intentions um ask questions like ask questions more than just you know what are you wearing or you know <laughs> what did you do today morning or oh my yeah. god Yeah. So, uh-huh. so ask questions. Ask about you know, I don't know. I don't know if this is like just me or I, if if I am the only person who talks in these idealistic languages. But mm-hmm. I want to know what you were as a kid. You know, I want to know whether you were a brat or were you like 
uber disciplined you know like a prim and proper uh, kid you know i want to know what your dreams and aspirations are if if not a software engineer what would you instead be doing mm-hmm. like make the person reflect because nobody nobody even our, our closest friends i don't think they ever sit down and have these conversations either i mean most of our oldest friends we became friends you and i for instance mm. we became friends when back when we were in class 9th 10th 9th yeah, but when we started our friendship we never really discussed about all of these things mm-hmm. you know like i don't know what would you want to do if if it was not sailing like what was the alternate plan i think i'll be a podcaster i don't know i still date i don't know and we've been friends for more than 15 years yeah so people don't want to get to know this so impatient to just get in get out as quickly as possible right but i think if you can show some patience and so show some dedication towards you know what i want to stick around mm-hmm. i want to i want to get to know who this person is i think that itself is an immense compliment and this is again gender agnostic both applies for men and yeah. women agreed um so ask questions you know show that curiosity and um if you are not going to be around or if anything has just come up communicate like communicate the same way that you communicate with your boss in in your job right if you have if you are unwell or if you have are busy with something else or if you're going on a holiday you inform your manager right hmm. it's not exactly a man i'm not saying that the girl is the manager or the guy is the manager in this man, case man the amount but of communicate yeah the just the correction you have to do these days <laughs> and um yeah and look out for cues you know look out for uh cues which which can help you build on the conversation and yeah don't be pushy about let's meet if the other person is clearly reluctant or he or she is is well, mostly she but uh, if if they're not interested or keen yet mm-hmm. to give their number don't push for it this has again happened so many times with me and i i kind of i'm very uh you know open and upfront about that thing so usually this happens is you know the moment they swipe they're like you know why don't you give me your number so that we can continue this on whatsapp mm-hmm. and i've told them i don't know you well enough to give you my number yeah some people some guys have gotten offended that mm-hmm. oh my god who does she think she is and i'm like well if you are offended any which ways we are not aligned so yeah i'm happy to say it's sayonara but then a lot of other men have actually said yeah you know what i respect that and i understand and i think that one small little thing actually made me want to engage with them further mm-hmm. and you know just just the fact that okay thank you for respecting and not being too pushy and yeah and that that way i think conversation can continue same thing with meeting in person as well so that that's a very good message and i hope our uh, male audience uh, you know takes note well now it's my turn to give our uh, women a bit of a, you know message out there go right ahead <laughs> see i tell you what one of the most amazing features that has come and it is it is now a part of all dating apps at least i think so is that these apps allow you the audio call or a video call feature bumble for instance lets you call that person without give, giving away your phone number so by all means use you know do your due diligence find out everything you have to do about uh, this person without sharing your instagram without sharing your phone number without sharing your facebook your twitter your place of work your place of uh, residence and stuff but while you have you know these these are securities that are available right you use them and then you use them to find out more about a person i mean you're on an app right if you're there for a dopamine hit like you've said earlier like say so okay you know what we matched i feel good all right out of here you know because there are guys who are looking for the real deal right there are times where uh, i i have been dismissed just because of the whole long distancing the minute i say oh i'm a sailor they're like oh you know what not going to work and i'm like yeah sure you know but eventually a few of my matches have come back and i remember this one very good friend of mine had a bout of hepatitis c and she was hospitalized and she came back from the jaws of death and after i got back she we i met her uh, in a restaurant for a cup of coffee and she said you were there for me more than any of these guys who were on land you know so it doesn't matter if a person is at sea or is in a different country the person the character of the person the quality and the people involved you know those so long distance relationships i mean i will do an episode on long distance with uh, someone else maybe uh but they do work you know so don't just dismiss somebody based on something as simple as distance you know there are other things other factors that should weigh in on on and all that uh 
and you know get to know a person like you said uh, smita ask questions get involved you know you're on an app if you're not interested in don't be there you know yeah that's it's, right it's simple as that and this is after an app has matched you after an app has given you the power to start a conversation a man cannot text you first on bumble you know that so yeah the app has given you all these safeguards all these provisions the app allows you to call a person the app allows you to video call a person and this after all that i mean you still don't uh, you know initiate a conversation or, or even participate in a conversation it's a bit of a, it, it defeats the purpose to be honest then you're wasting my time you're wasting your time they might as well not be here right Mm. that's that's, that's kind of what i think that's i mean right. i mean i'm all for uh, women being uh, you know safe because i mean like we've seen we can't really rely on uh, the authorities for uh, safety in this country at least but i'm all for it but there are safeguards in place and there are uh, you know ways where you can navigate your own safety and go on dates and uh, you know maybe get to know a few people yeah yeah i think i think you know it's also like everything you say absolutely makes sense i think you know and i think one of the other things that one can do you know if if you see that the other person is not opening up uh, like you said you know you you ask about what have your past experiences been like because that is usually a good segue into you know kind of building up whether it is humor or it is empathy that mm-hmm. you know oh i have gone through the same stuff uh, which i'm sure like a lot of guys have mm-hmm. but then that point never comes where you know uh, you're not asking the girl the bad experiences that she has so you can't share your bad experiences either and that kind of keeps both the genders you know turned away from that specific aspect that mm-hmm. that these apps are like if they're bad they're bad for both if yeah. they're good they're good for both so you know that kind of conversation also needs to happen i think i think bumble is like a box of chocolates <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I I like Bumble the most out of um out of the yeah, three. Yeah, I, I quite prefer it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But I think I think uh, the the amount of data which is there on Isle, I think that is um a little bit more specific mm-hmm. in terms of you know uh the kind of person that I would like to engage with or interact with. So. Okay. But then. I think that's also expensive. So yeah, I remember <laughs> it's it's, it's paid, right? Go, you got to have yeah. a subscription to all that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Okay, Smita, we've taken about forty-five minutes of your time. This has been a very uh, engaging and a very interesting conversation. Something we had planned many, uh, you know, I think last yeah. week, but uh, yeah. scheduling conflicts because we are such big celebrities. <laughs> but uh, before <laughs> hardly, hardly, hardly so. I have I have like twelve listeners at this point. <laughs> So oh before, man before, i think i think we will we will have another conversation of you know like about our recent uh, escapades on on the apps because um, well, i i've deleted mine i've deleted all of them i'm i'm kind of sick of it i'm i'm kind of sick of it now i I've, i've uh, kind of given up on on all this stuff you know i'm i'm <laughs> i'm just not feeling it you know I'm not. I'm not uh, uh, enjoying my time. That's oh, you're you're today. sinking into the hibernation mode. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I think plus, you'll resurface for air in some time. Plus, I've got my exams going on, and I've uh, you know you know dived uh, headfirst into this whole podcasting thing. There's barely any time in between classes and studying and podcasting and keeping myself fit. There's no time at all for anything else. You know. Well, uh, well, good news for you. I have recently gone back to the dating cesspool because Excellent. Uh, I've emerged. after my hibernation period so i'll yeah. keep you posted about my adventures excellent we look forward to it smita before <laughs> i let you go i always end my podcast with having my guest uh, give a recommendation it can be anything a movie on netflix a book a oh. podcast uh, an article or a funny youtube video something that you would recommend our listeners to go and check out and we'll we'll leave the description in the show notes for uh, mm-hmm. our listeners so what 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 kind of a, what, what would you like to recommend to our listeners at this point Oh wow that is um that is that is the fun thing that you said that you will not do is is put me on a spot but okay <laughs> um well i can i'm going to recommend you two things Excellent. actually so like people who like the either stuff can go ahead for it mm-hmm. um in terms of comedy series uh one of my absolute favorites it's called the shit's creek <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's watching it after they like uh, did a clean sweep in the uh, Emmy. They or? have, yeah, they have clean sweep, and I think about time. Okay, so mm-hmm. um, they have about six seasons. One of the most underestimated of its time kind of series. 
Um, I'm quite an underdog, and I'm supremely happy with this trip to win all the Emmys. But mm-hmm. uh, very deserving, and it's it's a very uh, it's it's a lovely uh, comedy series. Um, yeah, so that is definitely one. Okay. Uh, and the other one is if you are into sci-fi and fantasy genre, mm-hmm. uh, Mandalorian season two is coming oh, up this go. month. Mm-hmm. I think next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a Star Wars fanatic. Uh, so like saw all the movies, and everything I, I, in the I, correct order. By I, the way, I, I don't get Star uh, Wars fans. I just don't get them. I don't get them. <laughs> yeah, but then but Mandalorian is amazing. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. It just builds up the story arc and everything so wonderfully. And Baby Yoda is. Oh my God! Oh, is that where Baby Yoda is from? <laughs> Sorry. Is that where Baby Yoda is from? Yeah. Oh, I thought he oh, was in some Star adorable. Wars movie. Okay, I don't know about that. You know, you yeah, know, that reminds a, me. I have to rewatch season one now before the season two comes out. You know, what's a genre <laughs> I really uh, found myself liking? Mm-hmm. Space drama. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? What specifically are you watching? I, I saw this Hilary Swank uh, Netflix show that came out. Was it called Away? I think it was called Away. Yeah. I saw that. I loved that. Now I'm uh-huh. watching a comedy sci-fi kind of thing called The Orville. It's on Hotstar. It's got. It's done by Seth MacFarlane. It's uh-huh. it's funny and it's interesting and it's space and you're traveling and you're you know hitting different galaxies and pla- planets and stuff. I I like space drama. <laughs> I didn't know it was a thing. <laughs> uh, well, neither did I. But then now I think I'll also check it out. You yeah, should. but in terms of my recommend, these are the only two which like are top of mind. But mm-hmm. I'm there are like shitloads of other stuff which I can send you a link to later. Perfect, Smita Mishra. I cannot thank you enough for talking to us at midnight. <laughs> you've, you've given us almost fifty uh, minutes, and I thank you. And you know, these are some uh, concerns that needed to be talked about. And I hope people listen to this and you know take some pointers, so that we can develop a, a better dating ecosystem for each other. Because right now we're just busy screwing each other, and not the good way. You know, you know what mm. I mean? Yeah, screwing each other over. <laughs> I should I say, <laughs> screwing each other over. I should say, you know. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Smita. I know. I know. You're here. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for your time and have a good day. You too, buddy. Talk to you later.